trying to harmonize and you wow wow sorry <laughs> but we're back with another one another episode how you guys doing you guys know what time it is this is damio and i am erica mona and this is cross cultured <laughs> welcome to another amazing fantastic fantabulous super califragilistic sp alidocious okay episode. yes ma'am yes 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 um how are you today i'm great you guys you guys, you it's something? so cute. You know, when I listen to other podcasts and I hear all their little life shit, uh-huh. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I was yeah. with you when right, that right, was right, a part right, of your right. life. Uh-huh. And I and I like to feel that we feel the same way yeah, with our listeners. share some news with us. You guys, today we're recording from my brand new apartment. Okay. I moved into a new place and it's so cute. It it's is. so amazing. A nice building, high rise building and stuff. Like, it's so chic and cute. Yes. It's I love it. So my you. view is to die for. Mm-hmm. It's like the best. <laughs> because I'm right. I'm giving you all luxury, high fashion. No, I'm just oh! But seriously, though, I really do love my apartment. And I'm like, I've been moving half the week and it's been semi stressful. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm I'm really happy to have my own space. I'm so proud of you. This is a great accomplishment, you know, because um, something's talked about that you really wanted and you made it happen. Thank and you. here we are. I'm really so proud of proud proud because there's nothing like having your own space. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't compare it. No matter what, it's your own space. It's yes. you. It's everything you want it to be. It's your energy. Exactly. And this is my first space without an apart or without a roommate. Right. So I've like oh, had a bunch of apartments. That is so true. Yeah, that's why this one is special because I've lived alone. You know, I've moved out and not lived at home before. But, but you've, oh, even I've always had a yeah, I've always had a roommate. Um, Damn, so this is my first club. time. Yeah, this is my first time being like. Do you feel scared? Me, of myself, and I. Like I Are you scared at night a little? No, okay. I'll be excited. Like, I'm just, I'm just going home to me alone. Yeah, no, I've, I've been ready for that stage of my life mm-hmm. for a while. So, oh, that's great. I'm excited. So, guys, that's a little nugget. Congrats, that we're sharing. So, all right, Dami, you know how we like to start. What do we normally? Oh, damn! I was clapping, but increase the volume now. <laughs> it's okay. It's not every clap that needs to be loud. But today, you guys know how we like to start. We what like to we start, like to start, with, start the, with the. Topics. Okay, so we have some little juicy stuff. Um, so I was just on Twitter, and I'm just saying, why are people talking about um, what's her name, Solange's son? 
What's is it, Jules? Jules. Well, I'm like, what? What is that about him? And you know, him and um Sky Jackson were really trending. Apparently, they dated. I didn't even know that. Can you imagine? It's cute that they kept the relationship on the low. You okay. know. But basically, they did it, and well, the main tea is that he actually released a revenge sex tape on her. So it was like a little, you know, there are little clips online. Um, so it's not like full on sex tape. Well, they're also like you know covering it because they're underage or he's underage. Right. Um, but basically, you know, it's just like you know she's on the bed and you know maybe touching her a little bit. And they also show, like, a group message, you know, with mm-hmm. him in it. And he's saying, yep, I did it. Like, you know, just no remorse um, that she cheated on me and blah, blah, blah. Just, And I'm just like, is this him, really? Well, you you got you to gotta drop the signature line. <laughs> you, can't just, you, can't, you can't tell us what Juzy said and not say what Ju- Juzy said. Let me put some sauce on Ooh. it. Juzy said, hey, look, yeah, I did it. I put this shit on the internet, but who gonna stop me? Cause guess what? My auntie Beyonce. My auntie is B to the E to the Y. You say you ugly boy. He's like, ain't no, there's not, not gonna be any, there's not gonna be any um court case. Like what? My he auntie said, Beyonce. Come on now, my auntie is Beezus and my my uncle's hoe. Who better than imagine? us? Imagine. And I'm just like, I, you know, I did not want to believe it. I really just didn't want to believe it. Because, you know, I just see them as all, like, high class. You know how you'll be honest to be all, you know, all, you know, incognito and quiet mm. about her life. And yeah. one doesn't know anything. And, you know, Miss Tina be all like, oh, you know. Miss Tina be this? spilling the tea. That's why I follow her. She do. But you know, you know how they carry themselves. So I'm just like, I guess a boy will be boy, but this is just ridiculous. Well. It's a shame and it's ridiculous. It just show you. That at the end of the day, your kids will embarrass you. They will. They really will, you all, because not Solange crane in the sky, don't touch my hair. You know, all of that aura and something. She got to burn some sage in the house now. I'm like... Imagine burning the sage and your son got to leave. It's possible you don't have no home training. Because I feel like to do that... (laughs) No, gee, that's a whole nother level. It's not. It's one thing. Oh, let's say he got into it on social media. He called her whatever. Let's say he called her a bitch and da da da. Then it's over with. But to release a tape, you, G, you said it like it was something that it's not that we was hitting. Like it's possible that the way you know people are like you know the way she you know she beat um Jay Z's ass in the elevator. She needs to be her son like that. Yes. No, for real. And this boy is 16 for years real. old. And I didn't appreciate all jokes aside for him to be like, you dark bitch. This is why I date light-skinned girls. He said that? Girl, yeah, I seen, a, I seen the, unfiltered, the unfiltered text messages. Yes. Like, Juicy, we know oh, you. Jesus. We know you. You got a little bit of that mulatto looking. <laughs> you know, we know that you, you present as a mulatto, but... You know, the Creole come out more in him. Right, 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 right. But damn, I wouldn't consider Sky a dark-skinned bitch. But, but you have That's dark a lot. people in your family, your aunties. What about Kelly? Kelly's his auntie. Who knows if he give a fuck about Kelly? Who knows? Who knows? I mean, because he didn't even say my mama is Solange. He didn't say my grandma is Tina. He <laughs> said my auntie is Beyonce because that's who matters in the his family. daddy is an ex-NFL player, too. Okay. So he didn't name not. He went... My auntie Auntie is Beyonce. Beyonce. Now what, bitch? No, it's a shame. And I feel bad for the girl because it's like, you know, people are like, well, you know, that's what she gets for dating underage because she's 18 and he's 16. But it's like, no, that still doesn't Underage is a reach, especially in the same world that champions 
Lori and Michael B. Jordan. Okay, and Come Kylie on. and all this other and people. Exactly. I, I, again, when it's the girl dating a 30-something-year-old man when she barely graduated college, it's, ah, oh, you get yeah. the bag. It's sexy, but they literally would be in the same high school. At yeah, the same they're time. in the same class. Yeah. Oh, man. They're definitely in the same class. But, you it's know. Just, it's, it's just disgusting. Shout out to Solange, man. The single mothership must be hard. But for me, it's like, he's 16, so it's like, at this age, you're doing this. So what would you do when you turn 18? That's the age, shit. That's the age. If anything, if anything, what it does show show us, which, um, you know, maybe we've never had to see, is what, the, what do the Knowles Carter family do with toxic masculinity? Because we see so much feminine empowerment and femininity and whatever that comes from that camp. Um, but I don't see what their responses to toxic masculinity. And I feel like they've been around a lot of to- toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, the, this is it. Cause this is like the breeding ground of it. Like for him to do that in response to being dumped. Yeah. is like peak toxic. Masculinity. Do you think that the family should release some type of statement? I think they should. Hell yeah. Like nah, Ju- come on now. No, 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 no. Juicy insulted me as his aunts. Because I watched him in the soldier video in Solange's belly. Okay. I saw with my eye him in her belly. <laughs> so no, like yeah, not no, not baby. Jules. All of them, from All the mama to the grandma to the auntie Beyonce, they need to release some type of statement, some type of apology. Why well, shouldn't put no baby picture of Jules up or Sky? Like I'm sorry, my nephew showed you. <laughs> like. Nah, it's a shame. I'm sorry. It's it's ridiculous. You think Beyonce whoop him? Like, you know how some, some of your aunties have whooped your ass? You think Beyonce could whoop him? You saying at this point, or do you, are you saying did she when he was younger? Both. At this point, definitely no. Eh? I don't think she would. Eh? Do you, do you think she would? If my nephew was 16 and released a sex tape of I'm, him and his girlfriend. I'm, what we're saying, do you think Beyonce would? Or do you say? Did you say she should? Or you, what are you asking per se? I'm saying, do you think she she he deserves every slapping, everything? Do you think she could? Like, do they have you know? Like, do you think they're that type of family? Like, no. I mean, listen. If the mama Solange could beat up her husband, you damn right I'm finna beat up your son. What you mean? She kicked him. She threw a purse at him. So yeah, I'm finna slap right. your son. There you go. For a, uh, I like that's that abuse. logic. That is what is that kind that's, of nonsense? That's a good logic. I fuck with that logic. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's cool. Yeah. But, you know, um, other things happened this week. Some say it was historic. Mm-hmm. Um, it was we a blessed day. We finally, finally, finally have a new president. We do. It's been, it, ooh, it's been some, this four years like it's been a long time. It damn near feel like eight years. This shit was treacherous. I couldn't have done another four years. I'm, te- I'm telling you all, I was very prepared to move to Canada. Ah! I, I really, I really was. Um, but you know, this week we witnessed the historic, we witnessed the historic um, inauguration of Kamala Harris as vice president and mm-hmm. as with Joe Biden as the new. To have a new president, Joe Biden, it feels like a breath of fresh air. It definitely does feel like a breath of. Fresh air. The inauguration was fun to watch in a way. Mm-hmm. I think that J Lo lost her mind for like five seconds when she went into her her Vegas set. I was like, "What the hell are you saying?" I guess because I was, you know, I was thinking what made them choose J Lo, but I guess they wanted to have like a diverse 
you know, so it's yeah. not like a oh black and it was, whatever. It was obvious they were going for the for diversity. diversity. And I guess you know maybe it would be jello, but no, I feel like they could be. There's some other decent Latina, you know, artists. Or is it that we just don't? I know damn near prefer Christina Aguilera. People don't know she's Latin, right? But she true, is true, true. Just, just somebody else. I don't know. Mm. Well, yeah. you know, of course, the topic was also topic of the day was you know uh, Michelle Obama looking good. I ain't gonna start. That that was when I first saw y'all know I've been on record saying that I'm not fully attracted to to um Michelle Miss Michelle Obama. Oh really? Yeah, I've been on record saying that. Um, and you know, I mean, that's just how I felt. You know, I, I mean, she ain't the cutest. She's 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 a, well put together. She's beautiful in the in the entity of beauty. <laughs> Wait, what does that, that even mean? That, like that was like be, that sounded like pure that bullshit. That sounded like bullshit. Like just but beautiful really, in the sense of entity of beauty. Like she's like you can't say she's not beautiful. You can't say she's not beautiful because she's a first lady and. But she she does carry beauty. Like when you think of like. The generic so sense. internal beauty. That's you saying her her internal beauty shines. Yeah, and she's put she's put together where it's like yeah you know so you're saying physically she, she, she's not a beautiful yeah but woman. I'm not super attracted to her attributes like her actual traits okay like I, I wouldn't be like oh I want those traits <laughs> damn don't laugh this, this, come on don't have me being the one talking about the first <laughs> you brought it up bitch. anyway I meant to say I said all that to say she looked good as hell on that she day. did like how we if the swoop was like on fleek you know the 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 the, the blazer jacket everything she looked nice her hairdresser was yeah. thirsty on twitter she said i did, did it. it i did it everybody it was, was thirsty me. i was michelle's dresser yep. yep even dr jill she looked good too Look, her, one, her, her little chill um, jacket suit thing she got on, it wasn't bad. One thing Miss Jill Biden gonna do is she gonna dress. They look good. They call her ranch because she be dressing. And you know, they said... <laughs> <laughs> I just caught it like, what? Oh my ranch. <laughs> I stole that joke from Steve Harvey. No, no. <laughs> and you know, it's a long time coming for Biden because they say he ran for um, presidency three times. Um, and you know, you know, he's been an activist. He's been a politician for what over thirty years, I yeah. believe. And he's been the vice president. Okay, and this is you know, it just shows like when it's your time, it is your time. You know, a little bit. I felt bad for um, uh, what's his name, Bernie, for a second. Yeah, I'm feeling bad for Bernie a little bit because you know, you know, with him just sitting down, it's like this man has tried to. He has fight the fights. You yeah, know, yeah. it's been a long time coming, but you know, if it's not meant for you. It's just not meant for you at all, you know. Um, but at the same time, he's also made history. Like, shit. Now, he's he's signing shirts now, How you know, you? with him sitting down and just looking all like, I'm waiting. I bought that sweatshirt today. You sure? I did, because, like, Bernie is a mood. And I'd be so upset, because I voted for Bernie. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, you know, I think that it definitely, it definitely is... Everybody's time is when their time is. Like, who, yeah. Who would have thought that at what? What is he like? Seventy six. Who? Biden. Yeah. That he would have gotten yeah. the, this opportunity. Seventy six. You know what I mean? Like, even yeah, like presidents aren't typically younger, but for the most part, they're not seventy six. You know, they're what typically. I mean, because I mean, Trump too, it was is in his seventies, so they're typically no, older. Oh yeah, no, Trump. They're typically older. Yeah, Obama's like one of the youngest. Yeah, he is one of the youngest. But I thought it'd be like at least sixties. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, 70 was a stretch. But, yeah, like, it, it, it's crazy. It just really shows you that, shit, when is your time, is your time. It's your time. Yeah. I like his cabinet picks, the people that he's been he picking. He has the most diverse. Yeah. Um, you know. And it looks like he's really just, he's really going for different perspectives. Yes. You know, it definitely seems that he is trying to take somebody who who not only is good and, and um, well-versed in their thing, but also will have a perspective that might be overlooked. Right, 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 right. Um, but, again, yeah, it was a beautiful day. Um, I always say that I believe that Trump was meant to be a president for his reason, mm-hmm. and that purpose was served. You know, the true mm-hmm. colors of America came out, and it's okay now. It's t- and then the fact that this man has no shame. He, like, he's such a sore loser. Like, he wasn't even there. He was big, mad. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, come on now. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they said typically, like, the um, the former president would give the new president a tour, mm-hmm. you know, and just welcome them in. It's just like, boy, bye. He left like a thief in the night, like. He got his shit and just, bye. Like, you know how when you watch a reality show and the person gets, like, voted off or whatever? That's how he left. Yep. Like, walk away into the distance, never to be heard from. He was big mad. Just big mad. He couldn't tweet about shit. Couldn't tweet about being impeached twice. Couldn't tweet about... Okay. Excusing our favorite rappers or anything. Shame on him. Bye-bye. Um, But just even see talking about Trump. So, he did pardon... Um, He did some last minute, you know... Pardons of some people that we do know. Pardons. Um, Kodak Black. Mm. You know, people talking about him for the for the longest. The rapper. What was he in jail for? Gun gun charges. You want to hear something hilarious? What? Well, it's not hilarious for Kodak, but even though he got um, pardoned from this crime, he still has to fight the crimes of sexual this, uh-huh. rape shit. So it's like. Do, 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 do. <sighs> what a shame, what a shame, what a shame. Lil Wayne as well was also pardoned. He also had another gun gun charge. Mm-hmm. What's up with these gun charges? Rappers be feeling like, um, you know, they have a sense of paranoia coupled with male ego. Oh, they sure and do. masculine fragility. Fragility. They, they sure do. It just it'd be all together. It's quite a long list. Who else did he pardon that we know? Um, I mean, nobody that was really, like, important to us. He, he pardoned... Um, I believe one of his lawyers from the case who, mm-hmm. you know, earlier in his presidency, um, when they were revealing those files, I forgot what the name of that case was, but when they were doing that, he pardoned an ex-Detroit mayor that was in prison for, um, I believe, racketeering. Yeah. You know, a bunch of those super white-collar crimes. Actually, yes, a lot of them. A lot of them are actually uh, white-collar crimes, yeah. too. So he did. It's a lot of people he did pardon. I'm like, okay, well, that's the, that's, I didn't know that's what presidents to do, like Trump, before they leave. They, they, it's not a thing that they do before they leave. Trump is just an asshole. He just did. Okay, he just did it because I'm like, why is this he, news? He just wanted to be like, I'm still the president. I can still do this. Shit. Yeah, like, like he could have been did it. The fact that he about waited until his last day was for dramatics. I was about to say like, okay, and a good thing Biden, um, he canceled the travel ban on um, Muslim, Muslim countries. I didn't know that was still there. That's Girl, so crazy. And it's like that could really be done by just literally signing just with the power of a stroke of a pen. It's so crazy how much like had to be done. So even um, it's been reported that Biden had like the most new policies on a first day of a president. And that's because half of his shit was like undoing nonsense that Trump did to undo um, Biden and Obama's presidency. Yep. So it's also kind of like, you know, um, to kind of wrap up my, my part on Biden, I think it is poetic and symbolic that um, his son, Bo, 
you know, mm-hmm. the one who died, died at 46, and Biden oh. was the 46th president. Um, so that was actually a statement that his daughter made that, you know, um, we always thought Bo would be the, the next president. Really? Yeah, because, you know, he was, like, National Guard. I, I think that he killed himself or something like that. Like, he ends up being one of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so so I think that is beautiful. And it just kind of continues to show you how much, like, divine timing when God says it's time, when God yeah. says, look, I'm going to keep you around so that you can fulfill this. Mm. Like, you have to go through these things. Like, if, I think also that Biden is more interesting as a person than a lot of us even know. Yeah, yeah. You know, the tragedies that he's been through. Definitely. To lose Definitely. his wife, his kids. He's lost a wife, a couple kids. It's just a lot. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm I'm proud and happy for him. And shout out to Miss Kamala. Okay. Yes, Miss Kamala. So shout <laughs> out to um I, I go to this African centric school. So a lot of the teachers and administrators are D9 and mm-hmm. all of them had their stuff on. I bet. They were so happy. It was like homecoming on inauguration day. Uh-huh. No, it's definitely a lot it's a long time coming. You know, honestly this just gives me hope for America again because I was Losing it a little bit, but just definitely gives me hope for America. And I'm waiting for that stimulus check to come in. I'm waiting for student loans to be canceled or okay. something. I'm um, out. Yeah, but that that's just great news. Great news. So let's move on to some uh, funnier and lighthearted things. You know, we couldn't have serious shit if we couldn't have mm-hmm. social media, right? So we've been watching the Bust It Challenge and all type of challenges. <laughs> the Juju Challenge. What's it called? The, the Juju Beat, whatever challenge. Yeah. And we also had the Fufu Challenge. Now, I don't know how I feel about the Fufu Challenge. I'm not going to lie. Really? Yes, so for those of you who don't know what the Fufu Challenge is, um, the Fufu Challenge is a challenge that became popular on TikTok, which, you know, found its way to Instagram, mm-hmm. in which a bunch of um, people are trying Fufu or, you know, their whatever African variation they can find. So, yeah, but I want to also say that they are all different things. That's kind of what I wanted to, like, also, because Fufu is, like, also a delicacy yeah, fufu. fufu is um, cassava. That's yeah. what cassava is. Um, it's made out of cassava. So just think about, you know, for our non-African listeners, when you think about mashed potatoes, just think about cassava. And cassava is like a type of yam, mm-hmm. you know, and just think about cassava, you know, just mash and pound it, and it just becomes a little bit solid, more solid texture yes. compu- compared to mashed potatoes. And that's pretty much it. So, But, you know, being in America, you know, they refer to swallows or everything that has that texture as fufu. As fufu. Whether it's made out of yam or um, um, plantains or whatever it is, it's all fufu. Yes. But, okay, so, yeah, that's that's super nitpicky. But, yeah, so the fufu challenge is a bunch of, you know, different people trying fufu. And it's kind of been very um, mixed, to say the least, because... On some videos, you see people try it, and they're like, ooh, mm, mm. Because it did start, it started off as something good. You know, I was like, oh, I enjoyed it, you know, because it's nice to watch people, you know, try different types of food, especially your type, your food, too. So, like, yeah. it started off as a positive challenge yes. where people were legit, and Just you would see food. people legit in long lines, especially in Cali and L.A., that was the thing. People were, like, lining up in front of African restaurants to try this fufu and egusi soup. Yes. Um, I was actually at an African restaurant today, and it was like busing. Really? And I was like, what? Girl, it is the fufu challenge, yeah. man. It's helping. It's, it's helping them. Which I'm happy about, but it's also been a, a really disrespectful thing. Yeah. Because there has been a lot of 
people who do the challenge. And, um, you know, it's whatever. You you don't have to like the food. You know what I'm saying? I'm African. I don't like every single stew or whatever. Exactly. You know? But, um... It, it, it's the degradation that follows it. The, ooh, ooh, this is what y'all eating. It's nasty. Mm-hmm. And it's like when all of that starts to happen, then it starts being a little too much for me. No, literally saying, oh, it tastes like shit. And just even like spit it in out, like throwing it up. And it's just like, you're doing this on camera. That is so unnecessary. And you posting it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> as you said, yeah, you know, we don't like everything either. You know, it's not all Nigerian food or, you know, that I like. So that's fine. Not everyone even likes inyo or fufu. Some exactly. people just prefer rice. Exactly. That's absolutely okay. But to be spitting it out and all what for clickbait for, exactly. for that, that's what it is. Exactly. It's quite insulting, you know, like. Yeah. Like you knew you was trying food that was foreign to you. You knew. So even if you don't like it and you like, you did not know that you were not going to like it. And especially being on camera, you'd be like, mm, I don't like this. It's, not, it's fine. That's okay. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it, it, it's insulting. It, it's insulting. And I think that these are the type of moments that um, incite those race debates. Of but listen, African a lot of times, I was going to say, yeah, because yeah. major of those people that acted like that, because it wasn't just um, um, black Af- people yeah. that did the challenge. There were some white people. I saw some Arabian people, Spanish people also did it. Asian people as well did it. But it was the black people that was, that doing was the, the one doing the most. And it's like, gee, yeah. come on now. Really? And a lot of that comes from it's 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 unfortunate that it's like it comes off as a black thing when it's really an American thing. Okay, because, explain. Because it's American culture in general is very um one sided. They're not worldly. American worldview is not worldly. Yeah. They're very like Amer Americans are very much like the way we do things is the standard and everything from that is weird, deviant, and, yeah. you know, whatever. But a lot of people who are not from America, because other countries are kind of forced to be exposed yeah. to other stuff, even by virtue of how much we're exposed to America, we understand worldview and how, like, we're just more tolerant of, of things, mm-hmm. like people who are not originally from America. America, the, the Americans, they don't have cultural etiquette. Uh, that, that, Thanks. They it's, don't have cultural etiquette yeah. at all. And, and that's an American thing. You're absolutely right. It's not even just black people, but it's an American thing. You know, because we do hear people of different races in America, whether they're white, black, or Latino, and if it's about something or another race, they'd be like, damn, what's that? That's crazy. That's bo- like, um, the funny one is that um, on Clubhouse, people were arguing about having kettles, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because you know... Um, it's, it's hilarious. I never noticed being Nigerian. They're like, yeah, it's just fucking normal to have a kettle. But it's true. A lot of my American friends don't have kettles. They just, like, warm the water up in the microwave. Yeah. And, like, you know, a London and a Canadian, everybody else was, like, going in on all these American people. And Americans was like, no, that's just a waste of money. Da, da, da. That's because y'all niggas be drinking tea and crumpets or whatever. You know, just whatever they see mm-hmm. on TV. And I was in my mind thinking... Y'all are really arguing this hard over kettles, like over kettles, and, and and y'all being the minority of all these people that say it is normalized to have kettles, like it's culturally, all of these people have said no, we have kettles, and American culture is the only one that said they don't have kettles. So yeah, it's just a, it's it's Girl. definitely an American thing. That's just it made me think about when I actually first came to America. I mean, when I moved um, to America, and people literally used to ask me like, "Oh, you see, each do y'all eat shit?" You know, like, they would see the food and they were like, oh, that looks like shit. And it's like, bitch, how you going to tell? literally tell me to my face that beans, my food right? 
Or maybe like I'm a, like, or if you showed uh, a picture or something, or beans, yes, or some stew. You know what I mean? Because you know, I, and I get it. It may not necessarily look, look appealing. appealing to some eye, you know, to your eyes or whatever. But to literally say to my face, like, yeah, that's just rude. Yeah, it, it's just rude. But another thing, you know, also is on TikTok where you know uh, white people are making African food. You know, mm-hmm. so some people are finding like, oh wow, white people making African food. And I'm like, I don't see anything wrong with it. For me, it's not. It's all about how you do it. You being respectful about it. You make it the right way. Now, if you're making, you know, there's some people that you, some white people you see that making jollof rice and it's just shit. It just does not look good. And it's like, you know, this is not how you make it's it. Like, then I'm like, okay, picture. you know what I mean. But if you're doing it well, then shit, why not? We eat Italian, all this other shit, all yeah, the time. I don't subscribe to the idea that every time white people do things that aren't typically white, it's appropriation. Like we that's what I mean. Like, I was telling somebody that as black people, we do have to begin to make spaces for white allies. Yeah. We do. We just like we cannot live in a world where we don't want white people to hate us and then every time they try to do shit that we like, we call it appropriation or stealing the culture. Or exactly. So you gotta pick one. Come on now. Um, but next on the list, so Ashanti versus the Keisha Cole, that happened. And, you Finally. know, we've been waiting for this for like over a month now. Finally. And it happened yesterday. So basically, Ashanti was 20 minutes late because I was looking at the clock. Mm-hmm. And Keisha Cole was like 45 minutes late. Mm-hmm. And I even saw that Swee's, um, he commented saying like, okay, this is disrespectful. Because yeah. it's like, we waited over a month because y'all had COVID or for whatever yeah, reason. it's just too much. And it's like, you guys are not there. So, so it wasn't done in the same space. You know, they're both in their individual spaces, homes, homes and stuff. So it's like, we're literally watching the chair and waiting for you guys to come. And it's like, you guys knew what even if i get it you're fashion late for a few minutes but 30 45 20 minutes i think especially knowing that ashanti was already there yeah and it was like you really didn't give a fuck that you an additional 25 minutes late yeah too. like it, it it really was ridiculous and then she came back with an attitude so what do you think about the verses overall how was it for you underwhelming really and it was it wasn't underwhelming because of the music it was underwhelming because of the experience i mean also i wasn't a fan of the way that they were playing their music it seemed very much like everybody was flustered you know when like mm, you, you it wasn't a natural flow yes well you know when you're trying to do some shit and then it's like oh shit i'm late like you know what i mean like that's what it they, is they were very much like flustered. Okay, let's hurry up and do this so whatever little jokey joke or punchline or whatever story however they were even going to introduce the song was cut yeah you know then keisha was acting in like erratic and See, people were like because on facebook people were like I know, uh, you know, an addict when I see one. People are like, you know, she is Frankie's daughter. Because, you know, <gasps> if you are if you are familiar, like, Keisha Cole is one of the first families to also have, you know, reality, TV, reality TV, you know, and her mom is known to be a drug addict for years. Is known. She is, boy. She <laughs> is a drug She actually is still, right? Is that so yeah. sad? Um, a drug addict. And, you know, people are like, she definitely is Frankie's daughter That's with the way she was. <laughs> acting and i'm just like is it that she was drunk was she high or something she definitely seemed like she just wasn't keisha was not sober and ghetto and when you ghetto as hell and not Mm. sober those two things don't mix on live television it doesn't because it's like we live like we're live so we can't even take a break to cut to gather you that's true and then you getting up every five seconds when you know it's like it's it's a frame you're in a frame shot and it's like getting up to do what? To, it looked like she was getting water or getting a new drink or something. So that's how I knew that she probably smoked and then like 
was drinking. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Like, she looked like she was dehydrated, but also had to pee. And exactly. And it's like, okay, it shows that maybe this is even why you were late because you were trying to gather yourself. And yeah, they probably was waiting for her, you know, her eyes not to look crazy. You know, just stuff to like not. Calm her down. And then her corset. That shit wasn't flattering to me. It was too much. It looked like her nipple was like, I saw the light. You know, she's too light skinned. I saw the, her areola. You did? I did. I was. I typed in the chat, but she ain't seen me. I said, ah! I said Keisha, it looked like your nip is about to slip. Yeah, like, it was too much. Like, they, overall, they both look good. You know, I like that they both wore black, you know, bone straight, sleek hair. You know, they both really look good, but then the, the, the corset was too much. It really was. You know all those memes that were going around, like, oh, girls that like the Shanti had the baby hairs, the lip gloss, mm-hmm. and the baby fat, and the girls who like Keisha Cole were like, you know, the other girls at school that was just them. Yeah. And they represented that. They sure did. They embodied that yesterday because Ashanti was just like, she kept the cute and classy. No, girl, yeah, girl. We just gonna bop, girl. Like, exactly. It was, it was that shady. Like, I'm too cute for this, but don't like, get me fucked up. Okay. Like, you ain't talking to me like this yeah, now. Like, that cute come girl on that get into a fight. That cute girl is like, she cute, but she ain't no, she ain't yeah, no punk, though. Exactly. Yeah, that was Ashanti. But Keisha just was. It was cute. Well, another thing that happened was that, you know, she had OT Genesis on. Oh, yeah. I wasn't expecting that because, I, you know, O.T. Jen says he did make a little remake or what do you want to call it? Right. You know, of her, was, one of her songs. It was, was it love. love. Okay. And I know she was mad about it. Yeah. She you know, was, she, she was big mad, mad about she it. She was big mad. So I guess, you know, she brought, it, brought him on to, like, you know, Kiki about it. Like, okay, that's cute, cool. So her sister, okay, Keisha Cole's younger sister, went on Instagram Live and was like, you know, how dare Keisha Cole bring her um, OT Genesis on the show, knowing that he talked about my mama. I guess he said that he sold Frankie crack in it, in, you know. Or he would sell, yeah. No, he, he, I think he literally said he did sell her crack. Oh. Yeah, like he's like, you know, he said stuff about her mom being a crackhead, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. I sold the mama crack, whatever. So he's like, why would you bring someone like that on the show? And I'm like, she has a point. If that really was the case, he did say that. I mean, that's bogus, you mm-hmm. know. But did she have to go live to do all of that one? It was like right after the First verses, all, too. How many people knew that that OT Genesis called Frankie a well known? First of all, Frankie is a well known crackhead. Okay, he ain't break no news. She is a well. We all know that Frankie is a crackhead. Yep. So that's one. Not to say that you know he can be insensitive about it. Yeah. But it's like it gets to a point when you introduced your mom to the world as a crackhead, you knew that people was gonna call her a crackhead. Yeah, definitely. And then it's just kind of like as you said. You was too ready to get too on. Too ready. Soon, like if you was that mad, you should have texted her. You could have got on live immediately. It happened. You got you. It was just like too. She, no, she really, she literally got on live immediately. Happened. Oh, and I thought it was after the verse. Well, I didn't see it till after, maybe. Yeah, it was like because we saw it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the live happened like yesterday too. No, I'm saying, did she get on immediately? It happened in the middle of the. Oh no, verses. that I don't know. Yeah. But I, it it was just quick. I'm like, okay, she's big mad, and I think she has the right to be upset because I would be upset too. You know, and just also know how OT Genesis is. You know, he has his moments where he's literally an asshole too. Mm-hmm. Um, but her family's ghetto. That's just what it is. Her family. Yeah, they really is. is. No, like, they no, they are all of them. They're actually quite ghetto. Very, very ghetto. I used to watch that show like, like yeah. Girl, yes, that was that's when we first was loving reality TV. Uh huh. Like, it just was. But yeah, I mean, overall, um, they took away the momentum. You know, and for me, that makes it, I get really upset when um. Shit like that happens with the women events because 
first of all, versus is already gender biased because mm-hmm. all we see are all these guys. Like, y'all have started going into these really deep cuts of men instead of also highlighting very popular women. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, they started off with big names, big hits. Yeah. And now y'all are getting to, like, not saying lower class, but y'all are getting to deeper, deeper class of male rappers. Yeah. And haven't touched. And when they had Gucci and what's his name? Yeah. yeah. When, you know, you, you did that for some... Street politics, good politics, yeah. shit. Not saying that we don't know them, but you know yeah. what I mean? Why haven't we seen... And why ha- we haven't had any female rappers, too. We haven't had any female rappers. And, they, and, you know, and they keep trying to put it under the facade of, oh, who are the rappers? Who are the women? Da, da, da. It's going to be petty. No. And I'm like... There are female rappers from the 90s. Exactly. What are you talking about? Early 2000s. Like, Eve. What are you talking about? Exactly. Like, it's really just the notion that... Kim and Nikki are the only one that's going to do that. So, I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, what? But I think they definitely could get like MC Light and like Yo Yo. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Queen Latifah and MC Light would definitely do it. There's there's so many that they could do. It's it's a shame. Um, but I am looking forward to more, you know, verses because something more interesting. You know, I liked for a, a while back. You said you hope that um they do different genres of music too, mm-hmm. and that would be nice as well. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, because black people, we do have different genres of music. It's yeah. not just, you know, not saying, oh, we have to, it has to be some rock and roll. Well, black, rock and roll is black. Who black is too. like a black pop stars that you would like to see? Black pop star. That's a good question. Do I have to? Damn. Male or female, right? Because like Rihanna, I be trying to call her Rihanna because that's her name. Mm-hmm. Rihanna is a pop star. Um, she is. Beyonce was at first a pop, I don't know. She dabbles between pop and R&B. Um, who else is a pop black pop star? Sierra technically is a pop star. Do you say she's a pop star? I would say she's a pop. I think that mm. I think that they throw R and B on black songstresses, but Rhea, but Sierra to me was a pop star. You think so? I think so. I mean, mm. what what would make her? I put her R and B. What makes her her songs rhythm and blues? I mean, then in that case, what makes current day? You know songs, rhythm and blues, because because a lot of them, a lot of them do be on that little cusp between pop and R and B. I think they be more melodic. That's what that's where the R for me comes comes from. So I like Sierra songs don't be melodic to me. They I think when she first came, well, okay, that's true. They definitely be poppy. Yeah, like from Goody. But would you say would it be R and B hip hop though? Because maybe that's where the pop comes in in her song. No. The hip hop, really? Because no. then if it was hip hop, it'd be hip hop. Like for for Sierra, a hip hop song. What's a hip hop song that she maybe did? Maybe you can count O as like a hip hop. What's the R and B song of Sierra? A R and B ride. You the one can maybe ride. ride. Um, the one where something about boyfriend. If uh, she was the guy. Oh yeah. Um. Promise. Promise. Those are she R&B. got a couple R and B. Come got, on. I didn't say she wasn't R and B, but I think that she definitely had like pop. Like you she said, was, she's more pop. So- I feel like she was a pop pop princess mm. in a okay. way. It's just okay. she, was, she was black. I feel like if she was not black, she would have been considered pop. Like she's like JoJo. JoJo is pop. They consider JoJo pop. I think JoJo has said she's always wanted to be considered R and B. Yeah, but they classify her because as pop she's white. Because she's a white girl. Okay, because I'll say JoJo is not pop. JoJo is more R and B. We know that, but she's classified as pop. So I'm mm. like, what's the difference between JoJo and and Sierra? Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I'm looking forward to different type of music songs. Let's see what comes out. Um, 
But yeah, overall, that versus was very underwhelming. They could have did better. Um, yeah. But you know what I am watching? Yeah. Bling Empire on Bling, bling. Now listen, listen. When they say money, there's levels to money. There's levels. Money day. There's levels. Because I literally looked these people up. Okay. Oh, all of them? Yes. Oh, you that type of You said, hold on. Okay, so basically, you know, go ahead and introduce what the Blink Empire show is. So Blink Empire is a reality show. And actually, I've heard of it before. I believe it's a Bravo show originally. Oh, yeah? Um, Yes. And then Netflix, I think, bought the rights and picked it up. Mm-hmm. And it is a show about rich Asians. Um, It kind of came off the heels of Crazy Rich Asians when that movie came out. Yeah. And this is basically a show about real life crazy rich Asians. And they are like crazy rich. So they're, you know, the main um, character, the main person, Kane Lee, mm-hmm. he's worth $20 million. Hmm. That's him personally. That's okay. Him. Not his family. And his family actually owns um, like the shopping malls in Singapore. Mm. Yep. Um, this other one, Anna, she's like the matriarch. She's um, Russian, Chinese. Her father, her family, um, owns um they do uh, make bombs and guns, guns whatever and so stuff. you know and they sold to america they sold to russia so you know right there <laughs> guns and, and bombs that's money right there another one christine um her fa- her husband is a plastic surgeon well known but he's also uh from a dynasty from, family like, the Shang dynasty yeah and they're like you know he's actually you know if china still had the dynasty stuff going on like he'd be like the 24th emperor and the son their baby son would be the prince hmm. so that's a real and they're worth millions okay like in gold and so shit, mind you yes. anna's worth worth about 600 million dollars because she sold her business, her family's business, for like $1.6 billion, split it with her brother. Mm. Christine's family is maybe $200 million. It's some other girl. Um, she's a DJ, whatever. Yes. They didn't really say how much she's she's worth, but she also has money. Mm. There's this other um, little Harris. She's from um, a denim Harris. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. she's uh-huh. worth $200 million. So it's like these people are watching millions, hundreds of millions. Like hundreds Not like millions. just, okay. You know, millionaire, you know. But as in like 200 millions, it's money. And then you see the diamonds. People, they're flying to Paris like they're going to McDonald's. Gee, they they not playing. Man. It's, they it's, are it's, not playing. But I like the show because they do really highlight their culture as well, you know. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see, you know, different cultures, you know. So they highlight the culture. They had, you know, the Chinese New Year, you know, yeah, the little that, festivals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, it talks, you know, all this. You know, I feel like different ethnicities, like, we do have really, they're all, all, all kind of similar. Yeah, we all have our own traditions at the end of the day yeah they're like the, but they're the same and shit because um one of the one of the girls um she's with her boyfriend she has two kids now but she's not married and that's really against the asian culture mm-hmm. it's like how you first of all you have a child out of wedlock and then you're in the house with this man with two kids mm-hmm. and then she ended up proposing to him oh yeah and Ugh, like, i did not like it that like, it, it just it was just a bit cringy Spoiler like Oh damn! It's a good show, y'all. Y'all should just really watch it. Another part of the show, um, the one that is married to the doctor, she oh, said yeah. it's very important to have a male son. Yeah, and this is really common in African culture too. Yeah, right. You know, especially from a, a wealthy family or you know a royal family, a male son is important. She was right, married for eleven, married for eleven years and no child. And she finally had a son. And she said that the family, husband's family, literally treated her like shit. Like, they would have her sit with the kids. Like, you know when Thanksgiving happened? She would go sit at the kids' dining table. 
Yep. That wasn't bitter. Well, I do remember them saying that. And I just felt like, And I was Damn. like, wait, this is for real? She said, like, literally, like, they'll insult her all the time. You know, just made, made her feel less than. Like, she's the problem. Every time, like, when are you going to have a child? When are you going to have a child? And um, come to find out the reason why they didn't have kids. Was Hold on, hu- spoiler alert. Damn, sorry. Damn, bitch, you're just telling the whole show. I, my, my bad. <laughs> it's just a good show. Anyway, come to find out, it's the it's the husband that can't have no child. <laughs> He's the one that got some problems. You see, you just remember African culture too, right? Yeah. How the blame is just always, always on, on the, the woman. woman. It's Immediately. like, gee, the husband may be the one with low sperm count. Like, like what the fuck? Like, he really, like, it takes two and, to take And the fact that he was quiet and he allowed his wife to endure this for over 10 years. Oh, that's, that's ridiculous. Uh-uh. Like, you let them put your wife at the kid table, gee. That's, and she's like, I had to wash all the dishes. Like, and you and I, that's just ridiculous. For what? It's not even, the funny thing is y'all don't even practice the dynasty. So it's not even that damn serious. It ain't like he fun to be the heir. But, but I guess, you know. But anyway, I know I just really gave all the tea of she the show. She ruined the show. <laughs> so even if you were going to watch the show. You know what it's about. You now but it should know make you want to watch it more. Th- those are literally all of the plot twists of the show. It's just a good show. Y'all should watch it. It's still some little, you know, twist small. It's not worth it. Thanks <laughs> Thanks for letting us know that the major talking nah, point. My bad, y'all. My bad, y'all. But y'all watch it. It's a good. It's a good show. It's a good show. Ah, uh, okay. It's time for our words. Do do do. It is time for my favorite segment. Erica, introduce the segment a little bit to these people. It's for our Lodo. Okay, y'all know what we mean by Lodo. We're gonna make drop the beat right quick. Yeah, I thought you was going to tease him a little bit, let the people wonder who was Olodo this week, but... Drop it. An Olodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Olodo Rabata! You all... I, I hate when they be making me have to get real serious on the pocket. Because I, be, <laughs> I really don't be trying to come up but tell y'all shit and then I be sounding crazy like I'm big mad. But this really blew me. This little stupid bitch, Danny Lay, came out with a song called, it was it called Red Bone? Yellow Bone. Yellow Bone. Mm-hmm. She don't even know the, the proper colors that we in the black community call mm-hmm. light-skinned people. We don't even call them yellow bones. We call them red bones. Yep. Stupid bitch. Anyway, <laughs> so Danny Lay, who is the concubine of the baby. You said uh, the concubine. I mean, he publicly claimed her now. <laughs> anyway, so he and her, they together, that girl, she makes a song called Yellow Bone. And the lyrics of Yellow Bone. Can you let me see? Can we see if we could play that oh, song was, real I was quick? I'm gonna play, but I want the people to know that the lyrics of Yellow Bone is to tell people how much that she really liked the yellow, that how much the yellow bonded girls are preferred <laughs> over, I guess, the black ass bonded girls, the, the 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 those colored girls. And you know, on top of her singing this song, she got a lot of backlash for it, of course. Mm-hmm. And she just did not understand why. So, y'all, I'm gonna play this for y'all, and I want y'all to tell me if she deserved backlash. And then it p- continues to First go First of all, that weak-ass old flow, it reminds me of somebody. Who used to do this flow? Whoever the fuck they are don't exist because that and, shit is weak. 
see, you know, one is like I was never a big fan of her, but like I thought she was. I always thought she was Latina. I didn't think she was black. Let's continue to go. We gonna, no, we gonna get into. But what she, she's Latina. Danielle. Danielle. That's what we call her as now. Danielle. I saw on Twitter, you know, I guess she did her DNA ancestry stuff. She says first, when she dropped the song, she uh-huh. said, Why can't I make a song for my light skinned baddies? Why y'all think I'm hating on other colors when there are millions of songs speaking on all types? Why y'all so sensitive and take it personal? God damn. Anyway, I'm mad you read it. That that's time. how she read it. She said God, G A H H H H. Yeah, so it's like she's Latina. She's not black. That's one. Okay. Um, someone posted her DNA ancestry stuff, and it's like she's Portuguese. She's Spain. I think she's about twenty percent black. Mm. Um, and then you know the question was like, okay, how many percentage black of blackness do you need to have to be considered to be black? And it's like twenty percent is pretty low, right? I done told y'all the answer. And I think she did say she's dom- Dominican too. You know? And another thing, you know, I was just I was, okay, let me be a devil's advocate. You know, there are many songs about, you know, brown skin girl. Like brown skin girl, whatever. Also just but those songs, they're celebrating, you know, Brown skin girls' complexions yes. without putting down any other color, right? Mm-hmm. It's not the same thing saying, "Oh, brown skin girl, brown skin." I mean, I don't know. Are there songs? You know, let's think about it though. Let's. I mean, yes, what we know she she did is offensive and dumb and rude. She shouldn't have done it. But are there songs, you know, by brown skin women saying brown skin girl is better than light skin or is what she no. likes. No, because that that's literally what made the song terrible. I mean, it was already terrible sonically, but what yeah. made it terrible um, and what she was talking about is because her literal lyrics was, he wants me better, he likes me better. Oh, wait, that's, really? That's what she was, that was the lyric she was saying. Yellow bun girl, he likes the yellow gone girl, he wants the, that was what no, she was saying. No, I didn't, see, so, I didn't listen to the whole song, G. That was the little clip I listened to. That, what? That's what she was saying. Oh, bitch. So, okay. Okay. Now, again, I always tell you all, if you have to wonder if they're black, then maybe they're not black enough. Oh, my God. I <laughs> didn't know that that's, that's what she really said. If you start, got to start breaking your percentages of yeah. your blackness, then you're not black enough. I never thought she was black. She doesn't look black to that's me. That's like Janae releasing her, when she released her little 23 and me, like, oh, yeah, I'm 15% black, 80 for 5 cent, Asian, It's like, we need that. Energy. We knew that. But I'm going to stop saying nigga if y'all want me to stop saying nigga. Damn. Oh, Jesus. Yes, Janae, just because you fucking Big Sean and, you know. Uh, but, you know, see, but see, this is what we're saying, too. Like, we have to, we, you know, this is where the men also come in and we also have to blame them, too, okay? Because they're the ones that also be giving these ladies the balls, okay? <laughs> they're the ones that be giving them the big balls to be they, coming up. They let them call them nigga when they yes, get Yes, exactly, to be saying stuff like that. And in front of them, they definitely be putting down dark-skinned women. To, you know, they really highlight and just praise them, put, you know, fair skin. Not even just... Let's even take away fair skin, light skin. But women who are not black, yeah. okay? This, this is not even like a light skin, whatever, anymore. It's like, okay, women who are not black, mm-hmm. they put them on a higher pedestal because of their fairest skin and their hair texture, whatever. And that's what gave her the boldness to do such nonsense. Danny Lay, I've been, I've thought it before she came out with this stupid song. She's not pretty. I'm being f- oh, for real, for Lord. real. I'll be telling y'all. And... She's not. She's just light-skinned, and she, she clearly doesn't look black. She got the little curly hair or whatever. And people who are anti-black think that if a girl can wake up and not be black, then she's beautiful. Yeah. That's really there. That's the synopsis. But she, to me, 
Jonathan, I have to call him Jonathan because maybe if you call him the baby, he think he really a kid. Jonathan don't know he's 28 and 29 and dating a woman that makes songs that say yellow bone is better. When you have a dark-skinned baby mama and a dark-skinned daughter. Like dark-skinned. That's, 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 she shouldn't have been that bold, knowing that your daughter is dark-skinned. So what exactly. are you telling her? Exactly. What are you telling her? No, it, it's it's actually quite ridiculous. It's shameful. It's At this day and age, really, still. So it's like, do you still need to be educated about things like this again? The, the niggas be on Clubhouse yelling. The colorism is in you black bitter bitches mind nobody cares about their color you're unconfident if you loved yourself mm-hmm. and you thought you were a sexy black bitch then everybody would love you but you're unconfident but what's the purpose of making a song like what's this? the purpose of making songs like that well what, what, what purpose to the stuff yeah she definitely is the low dude she's definitely the dumbass of the week um yes. it's just it, it's, it's, it just isn't even the climate. Even if you didn't know in 2020, you should have lied. I, I must say, no, at yeah. this point, saying people didn't know, that's just a bullshit excuse. Yeah. And then saying that what's wrong and, you know, saying, come on now, girl. It's like, obviously, you're bored. Obviously, you don't even have the talent to write something decent because, yeah. and it's, that's the weak-ass lyrics you, you wrote. Yellow, Yellow Bone is what he likes. Well, Yellow Bone was no brown-skinned girl. So let's just let's just lead that right. conversation there. Yeah. Uh, Hi, yeah, 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 yeah. But you guys, that was the Olodo of the week. And um, our next segment is Who Cared for the Culture, right? Mm-hmm. So, Care for the Culture, um, it is. Oh, let me let me pull up my stuff real quick, real quick. It is actually. I'm sorry. It is Miss Amanda Gordon. I know Miss Amanda Gordon, for those of you who don't know. Yes, it is. Go ahead. Yeah, she's a 22-year-old. Um, she was the the youngest poet ever to perform at the presidential inauguration and um, calling for unity and togetherness in her self-penned poem. It was such a beautiful poem. Um, and it was just nice for her to do, to see that, to see that talent. You know, that, as we talk about um, the inauguration, it was really diverse. It you was. know, it was really mm-hmm. diverse and something that we needed. And just, you know, just to see that in this generation, we really see younger folks really, really coming up, right? They're really, especially like in politics and just talking about the community and, you know, bettering the community and just highlighting, just bringing awareness to so many issues going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just say it's just wonderful that she was able to um, do something like that and um, to share our talent with us on such a, a special day. And her poem was amazing. She, yeah. she, she had a lot of great um, words and, and quotes and things. And um, I definitely cried after listening to it. Because oh, yeah. It, um, it, it made you feel like we really do have a new day. It really was like, oh, you know, as much as we've known and they've told us 85 times that Joe Biden has won the presidency. Yeah. You know, to finally be at the day where it is official and Trump really is out of here and it's done. He is out. You know, it was a, a different side than the side we had November 8th. So, Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, you know, real quick, people were shading that there were not a lot of people at the inauguration, you know, because how it wasn't at Trump's. But it's like, gee, it's COVID. Are you dumb? And the Capitol Hill just fucking got attacked how many weeks, you know, how many days ago? So, of course, there's not going to be a lot of people. Like, it's COVID. <laughs> stuff at this point. Definitely. But shout out to our black queen. Yes. Okay, girl. <laughs> okay, let's get into our topic of the week. And this week we are talking about you all. <laughs> let's just I, I'm here. I'm ready. Oh, Everybody Lord. is not a podcaster. 
That's it. That's the, the shade. Everybody the is shade. not a podcast. Talking about everybody's not a podcast. She's saying that everybody could do this. Not, this this, look, this ain't a game. This ain't easy. This, look, come on now. Come <laughs> on now. Is, is everybody Steph Curry? Everybody can't step on the court and, and drop sixty. Drop. Everybody can't do it. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, you know, with this um topic, we just want to break it down. Um, because I, you know we podcast and it may all just seem like oh yeah it's just for giggles and stuff but this is actually for real for us you know this is something this is this is our second job i'm you an know? artist and i'm sensitive about my shit period but like, well, this is literally our second job you know just the time and the dedication the money that you put into it you know this is not something that we're just saying oh we're just gonna record with our phone and post it you know i mean this is not to shade anyone that they record with their phone you know everyone starts somewhere you know if that's the equipment you're starting with that's fine this is the master class tap ah! in that's how people be that's how people be this is the okay. master class we're giving snap, you the snap. <laughs> we're giving it to you for the free tap snap. in okay so what's a good podcast because we are we are we are podcasters but we also listen to podcasts yes so what what is a good podcast? I think a good podcast should be a conversation because that's mm-hmm. what it is. It's like you're listening to conversations. So if you naturally are not a, a good orator, mm-hmm. then I, you cannot have a good podcast. Yeah. You know, by that I mean if naturally listening to you speak does not captivate me. It's not entertaining. It's not entertaining. If there's no knowledge on whatever subject matter you're presenting to me, then it's not a good podcast. And not saying you have to be the best speaker, because, you know, I know I'm not the best speaker, but it just has to be something that attracts people to you. It has to be something that you give off, you know, whether it's your vibe, whether whether it is your voice, you know, if you have, you know, you have a sexy voice. You know, people say you have a... No, no, like <laughs> they say you have a deep raspy voice, what, and people like my accent. Was that your so, imitation of my girl? Raspy? By anyway, and people like my accent. So, but it has to be something that attracts people, you know, to your podcast. You know, you know, you know. When we first started podcast, we were like, you know, we have great conversations, and mm-hmm. yeah, let's put it, let's put it out. But that cannot just be the basis and the reason for having a podcast. Yeah, because I feel like many people just go on that, like, oh, let's t- you know, we talk about so many shit behind, you know, be you know, behind closed doors. doors. We talk about bitches and shit. Let's have a podcast about it. No, honey. Don't look. Don't let me listen to your shit and it sound like game night. (laughs) Don't don't let me listen to your podcast and y'all just shooting the shit loudly, talking over each other. Yeah, there is an art to how you listen. Yeah, yeah. How to be listened to. Yeah, I I I agree. I I totally agree. Um. But for me, I definitely agree. What makes the podcast I'm just entertaining? Because I, I, you know, obviously started off listening to podcasts, and it's like it was just um, the flow, the diversity. What what is the conversation? You know, mm-hmm. not, not just a night conversation, but what are you talking about? So what is your point that you're making? What is the purpose of your podcast? Are you trying to pass a message? Are you telling a story? Because, you know, there are different type of podcasts, you know? Yeah. We have all type of podcasts. There are podcasts that, you know, where they actually just tell different news and different stories. Um, there are comedic um, podcasts and things like that. So it's like, what is your purpose? What are you serving? What are you giving the people? Before you decide that, damn, everybody agreed with me when I said that this, this, and that, make sure that your conversation adds to the conversation space. Mm-hmm. Like, if there are, there's a million to ten people talking about hot topics. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, every show probably has some sort of hot topics. What is your opinion adding to that topic mm-hmm. space? Mm-hmm. What's the shit that you doing that you're saying that 
is something that I want to hear. And I think that, you know, that that's what I be wanting to tell people. Like, are you giving me anything that I really want to listen to? Talk less of buying and selling. So, so some of y'all, if you want to do it as a hobby, keep it as a hobby. And, you know, now that's, that's a good segue. Podcast business and versus it being a hobby. What's the difference? Because it's a big difference. It is a big uh, difference. Um, I think that when you want to be a business, you got to move like a business. Yeah. You know, you really do have to move like a business. And by moving like a business, that means, like, all your shit has to be, like, branded. Mm-hmm. And you have to market it. You know, and you have to invest in what that looks like. Definitely. You got to make it look pretty. I think that, you know... All jokes aside, a lot of people do get on those little phone apps and think that you're really gonna produce a a content and a um what's the thing a ad producing podcast. Yeah, ain't nobody from the list be listening to the. You know, I was just gonna no. say because I have listened to podcasts that you know, and it's great that they have those apps. You know, for new podcasters, just in case you know you cannot afford the equipment. You know, everyone starts from somewhere. Right. And but I think that's where it also shows where it becomes where it transitions into a business, you know, because mm-hmm. we have new equipment. But even when we started our podcast, we started with a decent ass equipment right. and then we upgraded to a decent ass ass equipment. Exactly. Okay? Um, but it's like those phone apps is like it definitely does. It sounds it sounds like a phone. It sound app. Like, yeah, you sound, it sound it sounds like, like phone. you know, when people be rapping from jail. <laughs> And then you what? hear it on the track. That's how it be sounding. Like, yeah, that was a fire verse, but I still know you were in jail and you rapped yeah, on the phone. Yeah, like, yeah. And I think even with it being a hobby, you just you you see you sense the energy, yeah. right? You hear that it's a hobby. Yeah. You know how it's done. The production because we have production meetings too. Exactly. Okay. Production is not easy. And with it being a, a business, you spend money. We spend money on this things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's not something that is just cheap. And we're just like, oh, let's just do it. Record on this days. We have schedules for this things. Mm-hmm. Production meetings, uh, marketing meeting, social media meeting. It's, it's, it's so much that is involved. We have a staff now. We. We got a team. It's a little. It's a little. We do have a team. We got. We got a team. We have a team. We got a team. Okay. Team building. I'm telling. I'm, let me just put it out there. Cross culture is gonna be an empire. G. Like just, just because this is just one year. We're going to our second year. Tap in now so you can say you knew us when we was underground. Okay. Let, just manifesting. Just saying it out now. Okay. This y'all really gonna know cross culture. Okay. Like it's really is gonna be a staple household name. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so just business wise, podcasting is no joke. It's, podcasting is not something that's easy. It's not something everyone can do, even though they all think that they could do it. Just because you know you like to talk or you run your mouth does not mean you should go out and have your podcast. It which really is, shouldn't. Which is why I be telling y'all on Clubhouse, y'all got to cut it out. So what is Clubhouse? Because we here. talk about Clubhouse a lot. What's I, Clubhouse? It looked you all. Clubhouse is a um, what do they call it? An audio face groupy map um, <laughs> app or whatever. It's an audio conversation app where people just be talking on the phone out loud to strangers that's literally yeah, clubhouse it. and there's you know it's with different um rooms is what they call it but it's like different conversation pieces where people talk and um you know some people equate it almost when they say that they're on clubhouse to listening to a podcast and i've never in my mind been able to equate clubhouse to live listening to a podcast no. because it sounds unproduced it, it, it like, That's it just, what it like, is. I, and, and I think that just let me know that people don't know what podcasting is. Yes. That people really think that podcasting is people just talking over of, each other. Over each other or Literally, like just having a recorded thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you kind of like let people know like it definitely does take a lot of 
you know, behind the scenes time. Because at the end of the day, you are a point of reference of information yeah and and that's what i need people to understand about podcasts like even if it's like a goofy podcast you are a point of information exactly right even if you're those people that are telling stories you are a point of information so when i'm receiving it it needs to be something that i can refer to me being on Clubhouse is literally just me having to talk to But a you bunch know of what? You know, looking at the different rooms on, on Clubhouse, I've seen rooms where people would say podcast recording. Yes. So I guess like they're recording the conversation yeah. as podcasts and to post, you know, on to their post, y'all platforms talking. and mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, eh, I don't know how I feel about it. I guess, you know, everyone's content. Everyone's trying to get content. Everybody's trying to get you content. You know what I mean? Content is content, but there's a difference between content and that maybe if it is interest, interesting enough conversation. But as you said, it's like just the flow of how clubhouse works it's just it just wouldn't be i don't know it's just i don't know i don't know if i really like it as a podcast per se yeah and then it's like you know kind of even going forward and, and we're thinking about this podcast thing i think there's too many people who just throw podcasts on their on their title like it's parsley you can't ah, you know what I'm like it's some cilantro like it's just something <laughs> like you know like you have no Everybody wants to be a content curator. Everybody wants to feel like they're creative in some sense. And a lot of people have no real talent in either of those spaces. So podcaster, like, you know, maybe like rapping is, seems like one of those things that anybody can jump into. into. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it, it, it feels like it's become in the TV media space in the sense. Like, I can't do shit else, but I can get some equipment and call myself a podcaster. Yeah, yeah. And I want y'all to stop doing that. Because a lot of you, you know, for example, there's a lot of people who have YouTube shows and you're a YouTuber. You're not a podcaster. And it's a big difference. You know, it's one thing if you do have a podcast and you have it recorded and you also post it on YouTube so yes. people can have that visual of you guys. And But meanwhile, your podcast, because podcast is internet radio. That's yeah. basically what it is. You know what radio. I mean? Is it, you have it in all this audio platforms. But if... Your podcast is just YouTube based and it's not any other like I cannot watch it besides I can't listen to it besides it being on YouTube on YouTube. You know, and that's see, that's what made me fall in love with podcasting is the fact that I could literally be on the train. Mm -hmm. You know, what if I don't have data to waste on YouTube? You know, I could have, you know, it audioly um, downloaded to my phone. Mm -hmm. I could be in the shower listening to it. I could be doing whatever listening to it. But for me to have to go to YouTube and watch your so-called podcast, it, it doesn't make it a podcast. You know what I mean? Come on, my so-called. You know, and then it's like, for me, I feel like in a way it could be, it becomes a crutch because it's like, if I can't just listen to your voice, if I have to like watch you to enjoy or to mm. see some value in it, then it's like, eh. Because podcast is the talent if, of the voice. If, if your words okay. don't paint the picture, come on, we lyricists. What, okay, this what's your li- wordplay, wordflow? Word. Come on, come on, put me in a cipher. Put us in the podcast cipher. Okay. Like, come on now, what's the flow? What's the beats? What's the wordplay? Triple XL Are you rhyming? You know, come on, like, is it making sense? But if I have to watch you because, oh, you have this big camera, or you have this big camera, a big light, and, you know, you, you, (laughs) try not to say people. Come on, no, let them know. Say, uh uh. Come on. Go crazy <laughs> if you gotta come through with, with gimmicks and tricks. Exactly, but well, you're not lit like a candlestick. Oh, okay. Come on, 
building the layers brick by brick. Okay, I'm done. Oh, uh, like you feel like you have to have your designer on to show off, right. or you know, big name liquors to show off. Like when it's like, okay, what's the conversation again? Yeah, you know what I mean. What's the conversation again? Everyone starts from somewhere, but you just have to know what you're doing. And I just I kind of have to let people know it's time to stop copying podcasts that are already popping. All of you cannot be the Joe Budden podcast. Yes. You all cannot do. Everybody can't be the same exact one. And let's be real. You know, um, everyone does hot topics, as you said. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's all the same topic. You know, whether it's about Nicki Minaj or whoever, you know, the verses. We're all talking about the same shit, but how you how are you making it your own? You exactly. know? And don't copy people's style as or well. segments. Yeah. Don't copy people's style, people's segment, people flow. Cause you know you know, like when you listen to certain po- podcasts, you know what is their um like identity. Like when mm. I listen to the read, I'm like, Okay, I know that's, that's the, read. the read. Or the Joe buddy, like, yes. oh that's you know, a or round even the table. Breakfast club. Yes. You know what I mean? Or even what's this girl, um, the Breakfast Club girl. Oh, Angela Yee lip service. You, you know, like, okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're all similar po- listen, there are thousands and thousands of podcasts, you know. Podcasts is um podcasting is the industry that's just really, really rising. It's booming right it's now. It's booming. Like it seems to be like a mil- a billion dollar industry, you mm-hmm. know, in the next few years. So yeah, everyone, we catch our own billion. Amen, amen. no. So every Everyone has a podcast. You know, everyone is talking. It's, it's, it's nothing new anymore. The hype about podcasts. I feel like when you started, like, we're, like, we got into that beginner, like, wave. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, but now. pioneers of this shit. <laughs> I'm going to just keep talking like I'm on my mixtape. This is our mixtape right Listen, now. Listen, you know, like, we got in the wave of the be- when it first really started. You know, so, but now everyone is doing, like, ev- literally every second. A new podcast, a new podcast is being is dropped, in. you know, but it's like, which, we don't copy each other. Which makes you think about the business of podcasts and where it's going. Yeah. You know, um, especially now I'm starting to see, like, for example, Joe Budden has about the Joe Budden Network and that has like three different podcasts under it. And then you have mm. Charlemagne with the Black Effect, which has like hella podcasts under it at this point. Um, and it makes me wonder, where's the business of podcasts growing? Because this, this idea of podcast networks... Um, which which almost to me replicates labels, labels like record yeah. labels. Um, it's it's starting to grow. So what does that now look like in terms of like signing to networks versus being independent? Ah, huh. we independent too now. No, we are, we are independent. You know, but you know, let's even talk about it. You know, I think we we were approached by somebody to be under like their own network under contract. Yeah, and it's like it's something that we didn't go with because we didn't feel like it was gonna benefit us in any way. Right. You know, and even if we were to do it, it has to be of a certain level. You know what I mean? Everyone wants to create their own, you know, label, network, whatever, which is fine. But at the same time, you can't just jump on everyone's bandwagon. You have to know your level, too. And And I think it's similar to why people... Even as you said, in the music industry go with being independent because you know you you have ownership. You know exactly. And we all, I think we actually had, we actually had two. There's another one that's like a uh, the, yeah. The one TV tried show. to take us um, digital in terms of like letting us be a show, and exactly. one wanted us to join. Yeah, the network. and it, uh, and in both ends, it's like you know, no shade on T, we're bigger. You know what I'm saying yeah. you know we're we're getting to a level where it's yeah. like okay. If we were to go under them, it was not gonna. It's not really gonna benefit us. But even if we're still to like say, let's try it out, it was gonna take away from us. Yeah, you, know? you gotta know your worth in this, in, like any business. And in that's any the business, thing. Yes. like you know, I think that podcasting is transitioning from hobby to business. Just yes. as an industry, it is transitioning from hobby to business. So like you all just gotta treat it the same way you would if you were in any industry. That's why I'm I'm being funny, but I'm being serious, saying. 
we're rappers. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like we're, you know, just like when you watch, you know, the King Bonds and the Pooh Shiesties and all these little rappers that seem like they coming up from nowhere. That's the same thing in the podcast industry. You just hear it, you see it, you you catch an episode here and there, and then boom, you see that, you know, they might have had that clip that went viral. They might have, you know, like quiet as kept. We talking all this Joe Budden Network, this, that, and the other. They weren't shit four years ago. And I was going to say, even if a bigger platform network try to approach us, it still has to make sense. It still got to make sense. You know, we I'm, can't just yeah. say, oh, oh, because of the money. Money is, of course, the driving force. But we can't just say, oh, because of money, we're just going to make boom. Because we know the work yeah. we've put into this, you know. At this point, ain't nobody could come and say, we're going to own own 60% of your stuff. Hell no. Yeah, we can't sign. We're not signing no 360 deals like, over no, here. You know, definitely no. But the future of podcasts is, is definitely is... You know, it's 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 definitely big. It's, again, it's going to be a billion-dollar industry. Now everyone has a podcast. I do think the, the market is oversaturated. And it's I, becoming to be And there. I have an issue with um people who think that just because they have celebrity, they can jump on a podcast and, like, now all my followers are going to follow me and now I'm going to have a popping podcast. Because yeah. it's like, again, it's not everybody I want to hear from. Like, before you know it, Cardi is going to have a part podcast. Cardi B is going to have one. That's like true. before you know it, that's next, you know. Because yeah, celebrities they're you doing know, that now. They just jumping like, oh, I got a podcast, and they don't be talking about shit. Like yeah, that's nothing true. at all. And that is very and, true. Or they put out shit like once every two months. It literally do be like you that. You know what I mean? So it, it is just kind of like support your local podcaster. Support, please. Um, and you know, just just know that if you really trying to jump into it. Be serious. Take it serious. Take it serious. You know what I'm saying? But if you want to have fun, then let it be fun. That, uh-huh. If you want to have fun, let it be fun. Yeah. You know what if saying? that's what you want to do, do you. Um, but, you know, that's it. I like, you know, I just, we just we gave y'all the master class. <laughs> if you want to, that was the free, that was the trial. If you really want to start learning now the marketing tips and tricks and all the other shit, you know, subscribe to my OnlyFans club. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, but that was it on that. But you know, Erica. Uh, well, one thing before we go to the quote of the day, um, small businesses, if you have any business that you'd like to advertise with us, DM us, you know, follow us on our social media, cross the cross X Cultured Podcast or on our personal pages. Uh, mine is Erica Mona, Erica, E-R-I-K-A-M-O-N-A-A. Mine is at damn I'm fine. That's at D-A-M underscore I'm fine. So, yes, you know, we do have a broad um, group of listeners from different parts of the country. So you want to get your business out there. Um, you know, as we just talked to shit, listen, this is a, this is a serious ass podcast. So you got something you're trying to promote, hit us up and we got you. And to our final segment of the day, quote of the day, it's just going to be simple, you know, regarding podcasts. You gotta, you gotta know your juice, know your product. Mm. You just just know it, know, (laughs) know your audience. That's nothing. Mm. You have to know who, who's your audience? Who are you, you know, who are you, um, giving this service to and just don't bore people. Period. All right. Be you. Not everybody could be us, but who are we, Erica? Cross, Cross culture. culture. God damn it. Period.
night No more having a fuss and fight 